It's the weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 39 The bitter winds of winter were closer now. Upon the mountain top, the air was cold and bit like a desperate animal. Within the thin walls of the Kuti, August Fenwick drew the last of his gear together and gazed up at the silent form of the man he had called Master. At last he spoke. "'Are you certain you do not need me to stay?' he said with some hesitation that revealed his desire to be gone. Rashan snorted but smiled. "'There is little that I need from any man that lives, young one. And you have your own path to follow.' Soon the snows will swallow up the path, and you will winter in the high hills whether you wish it or no. Fenwick nodded. You could come with me as far as the village below. I'm certain you would be more comfortable there, at least until the spring. Rashan turned his gaze impassively upon his remaining pupil. This mountain is my home. It is my place. This life is my destiny. Why would you have me leave it? Fenwick sighed. It is dangerous, Master. You will be alone for months. You leave this place for your city, do you not? Rashan questioned. A place where you will seek out danger you need never have known, where you will live a life of many masks that will have you always and ever be alone. And yet you seek out this existence for yourself. Why do you do it? Fenwick nodded and grinned a little. It is my place, he said with quiet conviction. My destiny. The Sadhun nodded. We are what we make of ourselves. August Fenwick was quiet for a moment. And what about him? he asked. It had been ten days since the battle and they had not spoken of his fellow student in that time. What will he make of himself? Rashan's eyes remained firm, but his shoulders fell slightly. I do not know, he said sadly, but whether good or ill, I have failed him. Fenwick protested, but master, his destiny was his to create as well. Rashan shook his head. It is not the same. His eyes met those of his pupil and held them with an intensity that seemed to look right through the younger man. There is another reason why you are loath to leave me here, he said. I wonder if you know what it is. Fenwick cleared his throat. Why do you wish to know? he asked. The master shook his head. I do not, he said. I wish for you to know. Fenwick held Rashan's eye. I have to leave. I have disobeyed my father's wish for my return for a very long time. But if I could return to one father without abandoning another, his voice trailed away. That would be best, he said calmly, but with a smile. Rashan nodded. It is the same reason I cannot allow you to stay, he said. I have failed one son already. Fenwick started. Master Rashan, he asked. He, 
Was he... Roshan held his hand up to cut off the question. He was and he is. And he always will be. August Fenwick felt a grip of panic he could not explain in his heart. Do... do you think he will return? Yes. But he swore sons may swear a great many things. Fathers may yet hope for the best, the old man said with a rueful smile of one who has been both. The two men spoke not another word, but walked together to the lip of the valley, where the pass through the Annapurna Ridge began its lonely descent. Fenwick pulled his pack onto his back and held out his hand. There was a length of bright red silk within it, which he offered to the older man. Rashan shook his head. You keep it, he said. There is little room in my life for the sentiment of objects. Besides, he offered with a smile to his pupil, I thought it looked well on you, like uh, the face of the shining cat. Fenwick arched an eyebrow. The shining cat? Some men call it the firefox, or, Rashan paused as if struggling to recall, or the red panda. The red panda? Fenwick's imagination seemed to catch the words. Yes. But... Fenwick's brows furrowed. Isn't the red panda red with a white mask? Well, I would be the other way around. Oh, for pity's sake, the old man said with an exasperated smile as he turned and walked away. I said you reminded me of one, not that you could pass for one. Try not to be so literal. His voice faded quickly into the howling wind. And try to forgive your father his failings, as you would have him forgive yours. August Fenwick felt the silk between his fingers one last time before returning it to his pocket. He resolved to take his master's advice upon his return. It would be weeks before he would learn that he would never have the chance, that his own father had passed away suddenly during his long absence. For him, just as for his fellow pupil, there would be no final resolution, only a search that could never be satisfied, and perhaps could never end. But those were the sorrows of another day. The man who had arrived in this valley as August Fenwick, and lived there as two, strode down the narrow path with new certainty of who he was and who he must be. He was, and always would be, the Red Panda.